Hey, welcome back to the Water Trio for the Astrology of the Week, beginning of September, 2nd of September through to the 8th. And I'm Alicia Youssef here with my dear friends and colleagues, Kelly Surtees and Cassandra Tyndall. Hey, gals, how are you both? Hello. Hey, hey, Leishi. Hey, Kel. How are you? Doing well. Enjoying the sunshine. It's so gorgeous here. At the moment, we're going to have a really hot weekend this weekend. So I'm very excited about that. What's new with each of you? I'm a cat mum. Cass, yeah. I mean, I feel like we haven't announced this officially in a show yet, have we? <laughs> no. Done uh, we, sort of, we forgot last time to mention it. But, yes, um, for those who follow me on social media, you will know I'm a proud cat mum now. I've joined the Cat Lady Club and I'm loving it. I've never had a cat before, so it's a new experience. Um, his, his name's Winston, eight kilos of Winston. He's a big boy. Um, and so I think that's like about 17 pounds in the imperial system. And he's Cass, just a big. Yeah, when you told me eight kilos, I converted <laughs> it and I was like, that's fatter than my fatty used to be. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's and he's, kind of, he's just a big boy. Like, yeah, he has like maybe a little bit of a tummy, but he's actually like his body isn't big. It's it's all fur. He's just a big solid unit. Um, and, yeah, my son really – so I've got cat hair all over me. Uh, my son wanted a cat for several months, and I think when all the planets were going through Leo, I was like, I want a cat. <laughs> and then when Jupiter stationed at 14 degrees, which is right on my descendant, I'm like – I've got to get a different kind of relationship. So I have a man cat. He's beautiful. He's very cuddly. He is uh, very chatty. And he's also a Pisces. So he is an honorary member of the Water Trio. And he's also Kelly's birthday. So he's actually. He's, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so His son really like is a, in the trine. That's right. So he's got a stellium in Pisces. And his Jupiter conjoins my moon. So, yeah. Hence, he's nice. all Jupiter. He's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. He's um, He was meant to be yours, Cass. I think so, yeah. I'll, I adore him. <laughs> yeah, and he might even so make a little you... appearance to uh, meet our listeners, maybe. Maybe, possibly. He was meowing at me before as if to say, you know, you're not in bed yet. It's usually sort of, you know, bedtime yes. around now. So, yeah. He wants his cuddle. But no, that's what's new with me, um, apart from just regular stuff. So, yeah. Lots of things, but just the cat's enough to talk about for now. How about you girls? Well, nothing new here. We've got our furniture now. We're settling in. I still um, am working on set decoration, so hopefully I'll have something organised that's a bit more attractive to look at next time we speak. Uh, so I feel like it's sort of business as usual now for me. What about you, Leish? Same, same. Feels like it's Virgo season, really, you know, just kind of getting stuff done and focusing on the small things, nothing big happening, which honestly, after the whole of this year is kind of a relief. It's kind of a nice break. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I love, Cass, what you were saying about like all the Leo planets. You were like, maybe I'll just get a cat and really have some Leo all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like a little lion around. He's big and gray and yeah. Love it. Nice. My kids are loving the uh, regular Winston updates, that's for sure. So <laughs> we'll, we'll be next. Yeah, There's major the cat FOMO in our household. 
Yeah, I was in the gym today actually and uh, a guy that, you know, I chat to there, he was going, oh, I've thought of a really good cat name. I was like, what's that? And he said, Athelstan. And I'm like, oh, no, I need another cat because I think that's a really great name because I did want to call it Gannicus, but my son didn't want to call it that. So we settled on Winston. I really like Winston. It seems, I don't know. It's it a really, suits him. It really He's does. very royal. He's a strong boy. And I shouldn't laugh at, at his size because I know boy cats tend to be a little on the heavier side anyway, whether they're just heavier boned or something. So, um, yeah, and he's a longer head cat and I'm sure that adds into his weight as well. There's, yeah, the hair is a little intense. <laughs> yeah, how you cope? how's Virgo season and the cat hair going? <laughs> Virgo in my fourth house, yeah, I feel like a crazy vacuum lady. (laughs) But that's okay. I mean, you know, I've had animals, you know. Yeah, you've had dogs before. Oh, yeah, I've always had German shepherds. And so I've had an Albert. I've had a a Henry. um, And so now I have a Winston. So I'm just kind of going through a very uh, royal, regal kind of name. So, yeah, that's it. Very strong. My little putty cat. Yeah. Um, lovely, lovely. Um, I was just so thinking, gals. yeah, like this week, I mean, I don't even know where we it's, start. <laughs> I know, we like we were all talking pre-chat and pre-show chat and it's like how many 16 aspects this week? So it's a huge week and we're definitely not going to be able to cover all of it. So just kind of putting that caveat out there now. But um, totally. where are we at? Who Who's first? Who's Actually, discussing what? Um, Cass, did you ever settle on an aspect for this week? Well, I can now. <laughs> I think you I mean, were keen yeah, on one of the, the Kazemis. Do you want to? Yeah, I mean, it's a totally, um, it's just a crazy week. It's like, where do you start? Where do you finish? It's just going to yeah. be the way that this week's probably going to feel too. So, you know, I'll, uh, get us off the mark with, um, the Mars, sun conjunction that's happening on monday the second um and that occurs at nine degrees of virgo so that marks you know a new cycle for mars um so you know for those probably most of you would know mars has a two-year cycle and so when we're looking at you know one year with mars as compared to the following year we'll have one year where it's kazemi where it's joining with the sun, it's getting purified, it's getting strengthened. I always think of that image where, you know, as we know, I do love my metal in all its forms. But if you watch some kind of show, like where they have like Game of Thrones or, um, you know, the medieval type of dramas, they'll always have a blacksmith. And so he's there like pounding away at the metal and reshaping it and with that heat and the collisions and creating some new character or reforming the steel, reinventing the steel there. Um, you know, shout out to Pantera. That's actually a name of an album. <laughs> oh, my God, that tangent. <laughs> I love them. But anyway, so it's, you know, it's about kind of this purifying of energy, purifying of will, purifying of direction as well. So it can be quite symbolic of, you know, this releasing and purging um, so you can reform or reshape at some way and then of course next year we have the retrograde uh, of Mars which is a whole new kettle official together so it does kind of put us in that that renewal or that re you know 
re-emergence of, you know, passion, of will, of desire, of direction, you know, what we really want. And so sometimes when we um, think about, you know, and this is something that comes a lot in client, you know, sessions, it's a $64 million question. Well, regardless of what the astrology says, what do you actually want? Then we can start to kind of, you know, break down, you know, through the lens of the symbolism of your chart. And so people do get in ruts or they do get in sort of, you know, holding patterns. And before Mars gets into this Kazemi position, it goes through combustion. And so that's where that energy is depleted or you might be spinning, you know, the Virgo tail, uh, which is something we spoke about last week. So sometimes there can be this reduction of energy or reduction of focus or direction and will and desire. So you can kind of almost like internalize or, or cocoon yourself in a way and recalibrate or reformulate in your mind and then you can sort of emerge. You know, Mars is, um, you know, one of the kind of bit more of the slower moving planets as um, so, you know, in, in comparison, say, you know, to the moon, Mercury and Venus. So, you know, it will take a little while before Mars then gets out of that Kazemi. So this is almost like that internalizing of Mars, sharpening the arrows or sharpening the blade. So you can really kind of um, come out like a little bit, you know, like a shiny new sword or a shiny new piece of steel and, you know, wield it as you will, uh, depending, of course, where nine degrees of Virgo might be for you. So, um, you know, that's something to think about, like, as the week begins, you know, how the month starts, you know, this is the second of the month. So, you know, how the start, how the month starts and the way you want it to end. So maybe begin with the end in mind is, is a way to kind of get the, um, the week begun or the month begun as well, uh, in essence. So that's my little, uh, rant on, you know, a bit of metal to begin the week. How about you girls? <laughs> well, I can see your passion for metal of all kinds coming through, Cass. I know. I, I know, right? Um, I do, I do enjoy a bit of metal. Yeah. <laughs> it's been great in the gym these last few weeks, a new Slipknot album. It's, it's, yeah. Anyway, it's, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your thoughts? Do you girls have anything you want to add to, you know, what we can maybe anticipate this week ahead with, um, uh, Amar's Kazemi because it's just like something only happens once every two years so it's something like, this is important I think you know despite my bias but no no totally something. yeah I think I don't yeah. love metal the way you do Cass um but even in feng shui like I have I, I have more of a woody garden tone which would be like anti-metal you know because the metal is going to cut the tree down type of thing so I'm looking out right now at the big wood like big trees that are outside our apartment um, but yeah, I agree. It's once every two years, Mars starting a new cycle. It is like the seed being planted. So I know we just had a new moon last week and today's the first Monday or September 2nd is the first Monday in this new month. But this is more than just starting a new week or a new month. It's starting a new two year cycle around energy, action, direction, motivation, and progress. So because Mars is still in that hidden phase where it's so close to the sun, we can't see it yet. There is this idea of almost like seeds being planted that are like an inkling or an idea in your unconscious. It's not necessarily like charging out of the gate right of the way, but it's right away, but it's all of that 
internal preparation and adjustment and sharpening and refining that over the next kind of four to six weeks is going to help you create some progress. And if you think about a two-year timeline, I think that's spot on, Cass, to let people know about this is a week where you can actually start a two-year challenge or a two-year goal. Yeah. And I feel like as well, you know, this is the week really when everyone's catching up with Mars because Mars has been ahead since you know, of this stellium since June. So he was the first one into Cancer and all the crazy there and all the opposition there. Then he was the first one into Leo. And he was the first one also into Virgo. But this is really now everything steadily catching up with him. You know, Venus caught up with him and then um, and now the Sun and then Mercury this week too. So it's it's almost like it, all of that's being integrated, all the journey, all the, the companion, everything's being pulled together so that now it's like they're whispering messages into Mars's ear as they go past and so he can start something new and fresh but with more information. And I always love the Kazemi aspect because it brings it into the heart of the sun and I always think of like the king's favourite. But this time it's the warrior that's being lifted up. So it's in a way the warrior is able to speak into the king's ear and say, okay, we need to shine in a way that asserts, that creates dominance, that shows us strength and shows what we want and how we're going to go and get it. So it's just those kind of themes in there for all of us. Okay, how are we really going to do that? And what is it in the next two years? What do you need to assert yourself around? Um, And how can you speak that out in a way? And it doesn't have the, I love that it's happening in Virgo because it's not too forceful or too harsh, but it will come out in a very considered yet concise way. Cool. Um, so that's definitely a major aspect to start the week. Um, I feel like, yeah, sharp, decisive, insightful. And then Lise, you're going to talk about something totally different. Yeah. Yes. From Mars to Venus. Yeah. So I thought, um, I'd pick up on the, the nicest stuff this week, the juiciest stuff this week. So we've got, um, I think it's Monday as well in the States and Tuesday early morning here in Australia. And then it kind of bleeds into Wednesday with the Neptune piece, but we've got Venus square Jupiter and then also opposing Neptune because we've got the the dance between Neptune and um, Jupiter and Neptune happening again this month. So she's picking up on that this week. And I just feel like it's just a really magical aspect. I feel like there's so much opportunity to bring our imagination to bear on this and really open up creatively um, and really explore the intangible and the possibilities around our relationships and what we can do with that there. You know, it's like imagining all the possibilities and really exploring beyond the boundaries with people. And I just feel like there's such a generosity of this. It's like such an open-hearted, open-minded, caring, compassionate energy that they're really, you know, they're potentially could be problems with boundaries, but you kind of won't really care because it's like, okay, I'll give you everything this week. And happening, you know, it's the Virgo side as well. So there is the service piece, the devotional piece. It's like, okay, well, how can I physically and tangibly show up to help you with what you need? You know, what, yes, will be imaginative and will be playful and creative, but, you know, how can we actually make it 
tangible, physical, real, and realistic in all of this. So yeah, I just feel like it'll be just a lovely kind of come down off that Mars Kazemi and and all the force and the heat and the energy that comes with that into something a lot softer and gentler and more magnetic um, in, in Venus's way. What about you girls? What's your feeling with this one? Look, I think for, so we've got, you know, the Venus Jupiter Monday, I think, and then Venus Neptune Wednesday, um, at least in Canada and the States. I'm mm. not sure. How does that align with the Aussie dates? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the same. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I'm, I'm a little confused. So not like, well, maybe that's the essence of the um, aspect here is, you know, <laughs> Venus in Virgo wants to be productive, but certainly the Venus opposite Neptune you know, whenever I see this in a client's chart, so for clients who have Venus in Virgo, or even maybe the moon in Virgo, you know, Virgo planets can be very type A. They can be very particular and very pedantic and very precise. And Neptune is much more loosey-goosey. You know, Neptune's got this like, oh, she'll be right, mate, like a bit of that sort of laid back Aussie ochre kind of approach. And so I think, you know, Wednesday, by the time we get to the Venus-Neptune part, we've actually had like half a dozen aspects in a 48-hour period or something. So mm. Wednesday might be that sort of like, I know it's hump day, it could be a bit, of a bit of a midweek, maybe slump or just chill out, or it might not be the most productive day this week. I think if you've got decisions to make or uh, plans to organize maybe try and get in early Monday, Tuesday, or leave it maybe even better yet until Thursday or Friday. But Wednesday feels like that midweek pause because Venus, Neptune, a little bit confused, a lot of ideas floating around, but not able to necessarily lock them down. Venus, Jupiter, which is Monday. I always think Venus, Jupiter is um, Venus square Jupiter. There's this desire to be generous and desire to support or to give, but sometimes in a way that you're giving to people who might not be ready to receive, or you're giving in such a way that it actually leaves you a little bit empty. Um, so there is definitely some softness coming in there, but Venus in Virgo, I just think she's trying to get things done. And maybe, you know, Monday, she's just got a lot on her plate. Um, and maybe there's some choices. You always think square aspects are a good reminder that adjustments are needed and you may have to choose between something you'd prefer to do but something that you must do, if that makes sense. Um, what are you thinking about these aspects, Cass? If we go round the table, pass the talk again <laughs> to you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, Venus starts the week you know, trining Saturn. So, yeah, she's got a to-do list. She's got things she's wanting to achieve. She's wanting to, you know, tick off that list. And, um, you know, the trajectory is there for her. Then, of course, there's a few distractions for her later in the week where she might have to, you know, choose who's on board, who's not on board, where am I putting my energy, where am I my focus. So, you know, um, as you said, you know, being over generous or over giving and that person's either not the right person to be generous toward or who isn't in a place to receive what you have to offer. So it's almost kind of like, um, you know, Venus in Virgo has to give, but also don't be shy about, you know, calculating what that cost is and whether you're prepared to pay that. And that's the mm. thing. It's like, you know, is that, you know, what's value to one person may not be value to the next person. So it's really about what you're prepared to pay um, 
for, you know, what you have to give or offer or, you know, the opportunity cost, you know, I can invest my time, effort, resources into this thing or this person or what have you. But in order to do that, it's going to cost me that thing. And am I prepared to make that compromise? Totally. And that's, I mean, I think that's very much trying to bring in some of the discernment, which is so rampant at the moment because we have so many planets in Virgo around selecting who, um, you know, who is deserving of that generosity basically, or who is maybe in the right place to receive what you might have to give. Um, yeah. Anything more from you on this leash? And we're like circling right back. No. Cool. I think that about sums it up. Um, so the last aspect. So that's uh, you, Cal. That's over to you now. Yeah, I was just going to talk about um, Sun Trine Saturn, which is coming through Friday in Canada and the States. I'm, I Let me see. I don't know if I've got my Aussie times. Hang on. There's so many aspects this month and particularly this week that it's just like paper madness. It's uh, um, Saturday morning here, early yeah. morning. So that, I mean, one of the reasons I like sun trying Saturn or sun in aspect to Saturn is that it is quite productive. You know, we've got sun in Virgo, Saturn in Capricorn. There are tasks to be done. It's coming in on Friday, Saturday in Australia. It does feel like a busy day before the weekend or even a busy start to the weekend if you're in Australia, as if there is maybe a deadline or something that needs to be completed and it's time to just get on with getting that done. Saturn in Capricorn also speaks a little bit to some of those longer projects, you know, the one to two year timelines or even the seven year timelines that you might be working on and having the sun trine Saturn, which is actually the start of a series of trines to Saturn. Um, well, we did already, I beg your pardon, we had Venus trine Saturn at the start of this week. Next week, we'll have Mars trine Saturn. We've just on Thursday this week, Thursday the 5th, had Mercury trine Saturn. So there is this sense of putting some effort into long term projects and so it does feel a bit heads down bum up but and it also feels like to use like cliche after cliche short-term pain for long-term gain that you might put some effort in now not see the results right away but you're almost giving your future self a little bit of a gift uh, and then the other thing I always think about with Sun Saturn is time management and also just being clear on identity and that sense of defining who you are and how you want to be in the world. So there's, there's a lot of stuff you can work with uh, with that Sun Trine Saturn. Um, what do each of you think about that one? Is that an aspect that you pay attention to or is it not something you usually worry too, too much about? You go, Cass. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I do like it. Um, sometimes it can also help you tackle a project that maybe you've been avoiding or putting off because you might have a little bit more energy or impetus or focus. It's like, come on, let's do this. Let's, you know, get this done. Let's make things happen. Um, particularly if you are, you know, err on, you know, satin shyness. So it can help you kind of also just, you know, what is the long-term game plan here and um, you know focusing on you know these are the steps I have to take in order to get to where I want to go so you know Saturn can help us um, yeah just shine that light I guess on the longer term perspectives and, and moving forward with that so 
I don't always necessarily see it as always productive, um, but I often do see it as turning that light onto the future, but not in just the Jupiter hot gas and air way, but okay, well, these, this is what I have to do, or these are the boxes I have to tick in order to, to get to that place. So like getting a plan or a, like a checklist of something together. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Leish? What about you? Yeah. Um, cautious confidence. I think is what Mm. I see this as is like a, especially because this is the first real aspect that the sun is making to Saturn since it got beat up in cancer in the crazy um, of the meat grinder. And it's, yeah, it's like, okay. um, It's like coming out of our hole and going, all right, is the coast clear? Have we learnt what we needed to learn? I always think back, I was a bit of a nerd at school and I actually really loved exams and I loved tests, mostly because it was like, okay, well, I've done the hard work of study and learning. So let's go and see whether or not I've learnt what I needed to learn or if there's there's areas that I need to check up on. So, but often I, you know, sometimes I'd come in and I didn't learn what I needed to learn and I didn't get my usual A's. I got a C and I'd be really upset about it. So it's like, I feel like it's that whole thing where I, I got a C in a test and I've gone home and I've been really sad and depressed, but then I put the work in and I learned and I, I studied and I did everything extra. And so now it's like, okay, I've got to go. I get a chance to reset that test now, but it feels, I feel better about it because I've done that extra work and I've already tried it once. And so there is that cautious confidence with this that, you know, I, I can get there, but I'm still a bit fearful of, of what the outcome could be. So um, I'm just stuck on the part where you said you liked tests at school. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was a nerd. I was a total nerd. Oh, my God. So you would, like, be excited to... to, Oh, my God. I mean, look, in hindsight, I wish I had studied Latin because it would help with some of the astrology, um, the ancient stuff, but... Yeah. Okay, so you liked a test for very Saturnian reasons, I guess, because you wanted to go in and see how you measured up, basically. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, look, I've got a Capricorn midheaven, like... (laughs) um, I did, you know, I, because for me, it was proving the results. Right. It was that getting the respect and, and, and getting the achievements. And I worked hard. I really did. And I studied hard too. Didn't so much in uni, but at school I did. (laughs) Uni, I discovered distractions. Um, (laughs) Uh, And that's a conversation for another time. (laughs) Um. But yeah, it, it's it's just that sense of okay, well, yeah. What have we learned since June and nice. July from since the meat grinder, and how can we apply that now? And how can we apply it in a way because this is a trine? How can we apply it in a way that will support us and help us and and bring that in? And and all those practical points that the both of you are talking about about you know long term strategies and um bringing that kind of stuff into love it. I mean, it's such a busy week this week, isn't it, in general? Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> like, what? I mean, that's speechless. One of, yeah. <laughs> that's one of four aspects that day because we've also got the moon in Capricorn that same day too. Oh, no. Yeah, it doesn't go until that night. But it's like that's one of four things that day. It's such a busy week. Uh, so, it, yeah. 
I just feel like it's going to be like a ping pong. A ping not, pong. Not yep. a ping pong, like a, what do they call them? My brain's not working at the moment. Dodgem cars? No, no, the machines where you like, this like we had as kids, do they even still have them? Where you, they, the, the bing, 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 bing. Oh, this is really bad. <laughs> where you hit the buttons on the side and the ball like. That's a ping pong machine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a ping pong. It is a ping pong machine. Okay, yeah. yeah. So like I feel a like pin, it'll no, be a pinball. Pinball, pinball machine, that's pinball. it. Pinball, yeah. Yes, a pinball machine. And so we're kind of be going, you know, we're Uranus over here, whew, we're Jupiter over here, whew, we're Saturn over here. It's like, but, yeah, 15 aspects in one week. Yeah, it's. That's highly, highly, yes. highly unusual because I'm not even sure we had 15 aspects in the whole month of August to start. And, you know, when I do my monthly videos for my subscribers, which just shameless promo, if anybody does want more detail, you can <laughs> sign up via my homepage. Um, just scroll down to the bottom to the monthly membership. Usually there's been there's between five and seven astrological things each week because that's how I sort mm. of, you know, know I'm doing my pacing because I have a certain amount of time for each video. And I'm actually a little bit scared how I'm supposed to cover 15 aspects in one 20-minute video. But, I mean, I'm sure I'll figure it out. I'll come up with a system. But it does feel like there's just a lot going on this first week. I know in Canada, especially in Ontario where I live for such a long time, this first week of September is actually the first week back to school for many kids. So mm. it is like this huge reorientation about getting the whole household and even the whole community back on to like the kids' school schedule. I know in the States, you know, it's a little bit different because schools go back sort of starting almost early August. And so it's a little bit different depending on where you are in the US. But it is, you know, because the Labor Day holiday weekend, the first Monday in September. And after that, it's like the end of summer. So it does feel like now we're into this final third of the year. And whatever your goals are, 2019 has, you know, whipped by and, uh, yeah, maybe pinballing around to uh, do what you can. Well, I already know personally my calendar is full up of, you know, because this is the week of my daughter's school strob fest, which is a big b bottle of crazy all on its own. But, um, you know, between all of that and dental appointments and work things, it's just it's already looks like a pinball. So I don't know what it's actually going to be being in it. So really I guess it's just making sure that you have maybe, you know, use all the Virgo planning, have all your meal prep done for that week, have have your meals in the freezer so you know you'll at least get some good nourishing meals into you or, um, yeah, kind of keeping everything, all the extras to a minimum this week to kind of make room for what potentially could be a really full-on week. <laughs> <laughs> Silence, Cass, girls. Yeah, I, I just feel like I'm talking so it's, much today. And Cass, I'm like, what? What are your thoughts? <laughs> um, I know I have so many. Um, it's almost like this, like Skippy in the headlights this week because there's just that much going on, and it's almost like if you just don't stay in your lane nothing will get done you know like yeah. it's almost whatever your task is whatever it is that you're you know set your uh, goals towards or whatever you know has to get done it's like just buckle down get that done 
or else, yeah, you will be ping-ponged around or, you know, deer in the headlights or skippy in the headlights, as we say here in Australia. So there is this feel that, you know, staying in your lane is the only way you're going to get from, you know, point A to point B this week because there is just so much going on. Um, and it will be helpful just to, you know, as you said, like your rhythms, your routines, your meals, you know, whatever you can do, like that prior planning prevents poor performance. Uh, it could be very helpful just to help to get through really. So, hmm, so much. (laughs) One foot in front of the other Virgo style. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. And thank God it's Virgo. I mean, imagine if this was Aries. Holy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, with Aries yeah. there'd be a lot of doing and not a lot of thinking, which can have its own problem, but um Yeah. Yeah. We get back onto the half cocked thing and we're not going there. Oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we are. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um anyway. Okay. <laughs> So we're at so, our 30 minutes. Um, we are. So what have you girls got coming up in the week ahead? Uh, so next week, September 9, I start my next online class. So uh, consulting skills for challenging aspects in the chart, ideal for intermediate students and even those practicing astrology. And you can sign up for that or my monthly subscription if you decide you want more uh, via my website, kellysastrology.com. What about each what about- of you? What about you, Cass? Well, I'm hoping that uh, my new website, which has been in the pipeline for a very long time now, uh, will be ready by now. That's kind of what I'm hoping. Um, It is a bit of a back, you know, in the background type of thing I've been working on. Um, So hopefully that will be up very shortly. Um, And then on the 26th, I am offering a webinar on um, aversion. So that was the topic I did at UWAC and I also delivered this lecture at for Aya uh, earlier on the year so that was you know hugely popular so um, just some of the potential pitfalls or problems that can occur when a ruler of a house cannot see the house it rules so one of my favorite little topics in astrology there's so many favorites but that's one of them so um, all the details will be up on the website um, for that. So I'd love to see you there um, for that webinar. And what about you, Lishi? What's happening for you? Um, that's my last, no. Um, I'm still taking subscriptions for my Foundations of Astrology course, which is an online course. So it's not just for people in Sunshine Coast. So that's a 10-week course, beginner's astrology, or for those who've just got a little bit of knowledge, if you'd like to come along, learn lots about, you know, get into depth with the planets, the rulerships, the signs, the houses, and yeah, how to put the basics together for that. Um, That'll be starting Wednesday, the 18th of September. So you can have a look on my website for that. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, good luck, everybody. May the force be with you. 